0: Hey, everybody, this is Alex Merced, and you are listening to the Alex Merced cast, um, where I talk about just, you know, whatever I'm thinking about. And what I want to do today is kind of reflect on the whole idea of, like, Pride Month. So again, June, which is also my birthday month, June 30th is my birthday, um, is Pride Month. Okay, generally a celebration of uh, the LGBT community. And oftentimes, this is always this is always a contentious time, uh, especially like, on social media, because you always, you know... Um, I'm someone who very much enjoys this time of the year. Um, I have many friends who are uh, in the LGBT community. Um, I have exes who are trans women. I have um, sisters who are lesbians, trans, still not 100% clear, Uh, (laughs) but um, I have You know, I've had a lot of people in my life um, who have sort of the LGBT experience in the sense that, um, uh, and I know that it's difficult. Like, I remember sort of, like, the fear, like, leading up to uh, my sister coming out. Like, she was, you mean to tell me, who was, like, just, like, you know, I try to be the most loving person in the world, because why not love people? Um, And and even then, she was was scared to kind of just, like... uh, uh, say it okay um and you know and i've just seen also like people i know and the way they've been treated and whatnot so it's like it's like it's not an issue that's like uh, not present and it's it's very present to me because there's people in my life who who have these uh experiences and come through these journeys um <clears throat> and being someone who's kind of like sort of within the grander libertarian community which is very hodgepodge of people from like the right the left the center because being libertarian isn't necessarily like isn't it, it's not necessarily like a, a a personal sort of ideological uh motion it's more of a motion of sort of like how do you resolve issues so like as a libertarian it's not like it's not that you don't have an opinion on certain issues it's just that all libertarians agree that the solution isn't to force each other to the solution so like um you know I believe in a world that's kinder, more tolerant, more generous, more forgiving. But I don't think the government should compel you to be kind, forgiving, um, courteous. But at the end of the day, really, like, why not be? Like, this is always the the hard the, the the hard thing I have when I the hard thing for me when I go into. um a lot of social media channels and i you know i'll make a post saying you know happy pride because again this is is a thing and again i think a lot of people misunderstand like a lot of people will just don't want to legitimize like the celebration of like pride so they try to find a reason to sort of be anti-ed so like nowadays like the pushback i'll sometimes get among sort of more like conservatives and conservative libertarians is sort of like the whole idea that like well right now like there's this huge love affair between the media and the LGBT and, you know, they're trying to force us to think certain ways and like, no, um, you know, is the, is, is sort of the nature of sort of the culture and media and popular culture sort of like more friendly to the LGBT community? Yes. And it should be friendly to all communities in a sense, like bottom line. It's like the point is, and then like the other thing you'll get is like, Well, you know, you always hear, like, the things like, well, there's not an X, Pride Month. Um, And you can fill X with whatever you want. Um, But, you know, people will just be like, why don't we just look at people's individuals? And that's the point. That's the goal, okay? The reason why there's, like, a a, a LGBT month or a, a Black History Month or whatnot is because for a lot of history, for a lot of times, and still to some extent now, much lesser extent, in some parts of the world again not necessarily in all parts of the world don't forget there's still places where uh you know um racial segregation is still a thing uh and slavery is still a thing or um places in the world where you are executed for being gay like that's like these are things that still happen in other parts of the world people take for granted like if you live in a country like america or in many parts in europe uh that there has been progress in those places but it's not sort of a universal global sort of progress on these things there's people whose lives are literally just lost because they feel a certain way, or they, or, or they are a certain way, and you know that's not something to sort of like just brush off. Um. So and yeah, but point point is like for a lot for a lot of time, these people weren't treated as individuals. Okay, they were oftentimes purely like dismissed for the one aspect of them and that's generally like where i a lot of like you know people are always like why do you think of yourself as this race or or you know as lesbian or gay why is that such a big part of your identity it's not because they chose for it to be such a big part of the identity it's because the rest of the world made it their identity by focusing so much on it by saying you know what you don't get to be part of the family because you are you know x y or z you don't get this job because you come off x y or z um you don't get um you know you will be killed because you're x y or z okay when those are the stakes uh when something about you is like that those are the stakes it becomes a bigger part of you it becomes a bigger part of how you think of yourself because the rest of the world has weighted it so much in the consequences that they put it in your life um i mean you know in the sense that like You take a look at countries that are, like, divided by anything. Like, you take a look at countries where there's, like, religious conflicts. Okay? Because, which, you know, I mean, think of, like, you know, on Ireland, like, Protestants versus Catholics, or you think about, um, you know, uh, Jim Crow, white versus black, whatnot. You know, being the thing has such consequence. Uh, Not because you chose it to be. Just because it is. It becomes a part of how you think you, who you think you are, and how you identify yourself. And these kind of celebrations are celebrations where, like, the idea is that we've gotten further from that in the sense that we we can now think of ourselves, like, as a basketball player or as a ballerina. And, you know, you're no longer thinking about this factor of yourself that might get you killed. Okay, like, that's the goal. The goal is, like, that your identity should be made up of the thing. Like, again, at the end of the day, your identity is always made up of, like, the things that carry a lot of weight in your life. Now, absent, you know, your life being threatened because you're a particular race, a particular religion, a particular sexuality, um, or gender, or whatever. Beyond that, oftentimes it's your passions that end up determining your identity. You're, a, you know, you take a look at populations where, like, they don't necessarily cross any of those lines. Like, none of that, no aspect of who they are are things that threaten their life. Then, how do they identify? They, they, they're like, well, I'm a basketball player. I'm a baseball player. I'm an actor. Like, their identity is something different. It becomes because they can. And I think a lot of times we take that for granted when we're in that position. Okay. I can think of myself, uh, I can spend a lot of time just thinking of myself as a libertarian, as uh, as an economic enthusiast. I can, I can, I, these become part of, become a heavier part of my identity because I'm not worried that someone's going to, you know, kill me um, because of some other aspect. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm Latino and that does play some roles in society. Like, i do think at least my experience as a latino especially my particular look like i have a very ethnically ambiguous look so people think i'm like i'm I'm indian i'm filipino i'm latino so like that particular aspect of me isn't something like there has been times where like people have called out my race and then that it's definitely like and they brought it to the forefront my like for for example i would say if i for the first 10 15 years 10 years of my life didn't even think about race didn't realize it was a thing because no one called it out no one no one no and it wasn't because i wasn't aware that my family was hispanic i was i was I spoke spanish and all these things like no but it wasn't it wasn't until people started calling it out negatively that it became really more part of my identity than it was before okay because you get when people start criticizing you or making comments to you pejoratively because of someone who you are you start thinking about that it's like why like because you don't want people to not like you. You don't want to be you don't want to feel bad about who you are, so you start thinking about that more. And again, it's this kind of like lack of empathy for that that exists. And oftentimes it's because a lot of people don't take take for granted that they have the privilege, but they don't have to think about these things. Um Okay, and, and that's what I like, you know, that boogie word privilege um and there's it's nothing wrong with having that privilege the idea is like everyone should have that privilege okay i hate it when people say like check your privilege and you know they basically criticize the idea like people shouldn't be so privileged no 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 everyone should be as privileged as much as possible the goal should be to try to extend uh these the be able to take more of life for granted uh for more people that we you know you can take for granted that you know like just live your life and be who you are and be who you want to be. And you're thinking more about your dreams and ambitions and thinking about like, okay, is no one going to beat me up tomorrow on the way, on the way home. And then again, there has been progress on that. And that's the point of celebrating pride. Like in the sense that you now have it where you do have this population of like LGBT people who can focus more on just excelling as part of the community instead of, you know, fighting to just exist. And that's, that was not something that came that was not something that just came overnight that was not something that came easy that not something that did not come out with, with without sacrifice and it's still something that not everyone gets to benefit from again you take a look there's still a place in the world where there's very very you know um big consequences um so you know but everyone wants to kind of have this fight and again it doesn't matter like it's not so much about like people always try to sit there and say well like you can't force acceptance it's not about like yes it's about celebrating a world where more people are accepting and more people are accepting. And as more people become accepting, of course, you're going to see that proliferate throughout the culture. That's just the reality of it. So if you're not accepting, that's fine. But the culture is going to reflect how most people feel. Okay. It's not like there's some sort of conservative effort to to brainwash you and your children. Um, it's just more people feel that way. Okay. Especially as younger generations um, take Control and generally, m- younger generations are going to be more accepting of more things than previous generations. Okay, like again, you have to go back to like the mid '50s. Okay, racially, things were a lot less accepting, but the kids of those people are were more accepting than they were, and technically, they were more accepting than their parents were on in general. Like and in, and in, and in again, I hate aggregates, so um you know. But in as a sort of a general sort of thing here, we can observe these trends in, in history. Okay, like you know. Um, how like the reason being is as the world has become sort of more connected and and we all and as we become interconnected and we experience people, it's kind of hard to hate people who have are in your life. Okay, a lot of people who who maybe have not the best feelings about the LGBT community are oftentimes people who have maybe not many people in their lives or not very close relations with those people in their lives. Um, you know, and, and then again, it always breaks my heart when I hear like you know people who get kicked out of their families and have to you know are forced out of their houses because of who they are it's just depressing i mean i was raised catholic and you know like the vibe i always got growing up was like the goal is to be forgiving and kind okay even when people wrong you you're supposed to like forgive them and whatnot so if you feel wrong you feel fronted but at the end of the day it's like it's a lot of times more people are more concerned about how they how they're going to be seen in their social cliques than whether they're actually being sort of like morally upstanding. And uh, and now, so, you know, now I'm lashing out, but, but like as a libertarian, to me, it's a very, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with under like with being understanding of sort of like where we've been and where we've come and honoring you know the struggles people have had and, and 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 the improvements that have occurred it doesn't necessarily mean i want government to do anything it doesn't necessarily mean i want government to tell you how to think i want government to tell you how to behave okay you want to be an asshole you can be an asshole okay but there's a lot to gain by not being an asshole the world can be a better place when we all you know interact with each other i mean again from a libertarian perspective if you're someone who believes in free markets like i do well free markets are, are going to be bred by you know, I mean, mostly like the fact that we engage with each other so that way we can do free exchange and things like that, exchange ideas, exchange thoughts. This is how innovation comes and this is how creative destruction and all these things that bring us, um, you know, there is always going to be some conflict, okay, and some of that conflict does sometimes bring new ideas and some innovation in itself as well. But at the end of the day, that conflict shouldn't necessarily, uh, we should strive, at least, to make sure that, you know, these conflicts aren't the kind of conflicts that that, that that ruin people's lives and or cost people their lives. Okay, there's a difference between sort of like, hey, I have an idea for a business and you have an idea for a business, let's compete versus like, okay, hey, let's not these people should not be part of a society. Um because you don't understand them. You don't need to understand everything. I don't need to understand everything. I don't understand everybody. Okay, I, I you know, everyone always says like they point out these like these TikToks with whatever that might be sort of like that person's weird and they're like oh society these days okay and you know these are oftentimes just outliers or tiktokers but at the end of the day i mean i understand all of them not my problem has nothing to do with my daily life no so i don't care okay i care about the people who are in my life i care about the people that i deal with and um you know and i think and i and I, i focus more on what value i can provide them not on the rest of the world having to like kowtow to my sensibilities um you know because at the end of the day like if i provide value for others they're more likely to be there for me they're likely to be my support system um because i don't want people to be forced to be my support system i want people to choose to be there for me and so i gotta choose to be there for them okay it's this you know voluntary choice to be compassionate to be empathetic that leads to all sorts of really good things uh such as prosperity and again i'm telling you this from experience okay the better you are the people the better they are to you and the more good things that come your way so there's no so you know so it just boggles my mind sometimes the attitude of some people who just feel like the need to to just make negative comments and even if like you know i don't go around to like different groups and social media and like say hey here's what i think i, paste, I generally post it on my own personal wall okay so if you're seeing it it's because you're connected to me and if it bothers you well, again, I'm not going posting it on your wall. I'm not going to comment on your stuff to sit there and have an argument with you, okay? Uh, because I'm not an asshole, okay? So that's... Bottom line is, like, I, you know, pick you know, particularly, like, in this month of June, Pride Month, you know, it's just just a reminder of sort of, like, the privileges that I've had to just be able to kind of just go about my day and just focus on sort of my ambitions and my dreams, um... And how other people are just constantly have to be reminded of things that there aren't in their control. Um, and, they, and how they're just going to be judged for it. When I see these kind of like social media comments, and I see other people, you know, when they post a photo of them with their spouse or of or, or, or them on a date, you know, just trying to enjoy the life. And they'll be like, well, you don't need to rub it in my face. Well, other people post w- pictures of their weddings, of their dates, they get to celebrate their lives. And you're telling people like they don't because they're different. And this, these kind of things just bother me again. You don't have to connect with people on social media. I'm not saying that anyone has to, has to do anything. The government should be involved in any kind of way. But at the end of the day, if you want a world where, because at the end of the day, it, it is hate that drives government in the sense that, like, hate and fear. Because when people are scared, they want something to bring a solution. So fear oftentimes re- results in in a call for government action. Hate oftentimes when you don't when you just dislike other people and you don't care about the consequences of them. Um, it's much easier to call for government action on them. So if you really want a world where basically culturally people are less likely to call for government action, you really do need to promote a world with less hate and less fear. People will say, "Well, like, no, it's the opposite because you know, uh, you know, people will will ask for government because they care about X." No, it's oftentimes it's because they 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 either dislike. A, poor, a population because they, they see them as someone who won't would never help voluntarily okay oftentimes the call for a lot of like government welfare is not necessarily out of an act of compassion is that an act of a lack of faith and hate towards portions of the society and in this case oftentimes it's it's you know like a classist thing where people are like they hate the rich they don't have any faith that the rich would ever you know pick up their share which again that's a whole other debate if you've seen my my episodes on like you know net worth and stuff like that to explain like sort of like how wealth actually works that's not that's that's far from the, the truth you know, in the sense that like you know we you probably if you're a business owner an entrepreneur and you're successful you're probably contributing a lot um but you know it's that rational hate that drives these a lot of these policies and a lot of that like faith so we have to like learn to have faith in each other learn to love each other learn to be kind to each other and you'll see that that demand for like forcing each other to do things becomes less because why would you force something on someone that you love or something that you care about? Um, and, th- and that's always been my mantra when I when I do anything. And um, yeah, so hopefully you guys like that. I know some people would be like, "Oh, Alex said something nice during Pride Month, so he's all woke." Um, and that's just like a you know, or he's a beta, like like. These are like meaningless like terms and meaningless like pejoratives that accomplish nothing and, and, and make no case for anything. And it's it's just really stupid. So like I generally like as soon as I hear that I know got it. This is not going to necessarily be a rational conversation. Um, but yeah just wanted to kind of vent on that. So I'll see y'all later. Have a great one. Ciao.